0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jarrell Henry, the host of Just Tell Real. I hope all of you are doing well. Highly blessed and favored this afternoon. I'm sitting down with Double X Tina, manager and artist, and also her new artist, Melanie Moscato. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Um, I'm happy to be back and
1: bringing my homegirl, Melanie. And yeah, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, uh, this is exciting. I'm
2: where it goes and i'm
0: ready all right well ladies and gentlemen like i said uh we are here with double x tina's new artist melanie moscato so uh i'd like you to tell us a little bit about yourself who are you and why do you do what you do so yeah my
2: name is melanie moscato i uh, i'm a singer-songwriter i originally started making music at age well all my life actually but um I really started to get into it at age 11. Um, I was quickly inspired by Dell and Amy Winehouse just with their songwriting. Okay. Um, I did start out as um, as a poet, so I just started going from there. And then I, when I really couldn't find artists like on the radio, I started producing my own beats. To just really. I guess,
0: but. that's not bad and you know most people can't just pick up and start making beats making music things like that especially in an attempt to find their voice if they haven't even had one yet okay. so you know, I definitely commend you on that you know some people sit in front of their computer for days on end just trying to drop the first sound in that whole entire track <laughs> so the fact that you've gotten from that point to this point, you know, secured your self-management and everything like that, definitely says something about your gumption and what you're trying to do. So I definitely commend you on that. So uh, why did you get into music? You said that you were in poetry, you were doing the writing and everything like that. Was writing not working out for you?
2: Well, no, I just always had a passion for music. They're, my parents were musicians, so I think that just influenced me to just find my voice and sing. And I was always forced to sing in front of the family at lunches <laughs> and, you know, uh, I was incredibly shy, uh, but then later on I regret it, so <laughs> uh, that's how that went, but yeah, music has always just been in my heart, regardless of the path or life goes.
0: Okay. So what about training, uh, you know, church background, uh, school performances Where were you uh, getting your, uh, your stage time in the beginning? Um,
2: mostly, yeah, church uh, I was a military kid, so we moved around
0: a lot So when we found a church, it was like we were going And what <laughs> yeah. range? Uh, my dad was in the Army Army? I'm ex-Army myself, so really? grew up yeah. <laughs> Salute to all the veterans out there that's listening so, uh, what would you say is integral to the work of a musician from your point of view?
2: Um, well, I mean, I think it's important to just you know the artists and the musicians before you. Um, always learn, um, you know, at least, you know, learn how to read music or, right. you know, just know the basics of it. You Definitely.
0: Know? I think that's important. And what would you say the musician's role in society would be?
2: Tell your story. You know, everyone has a story. Everyone's listening. I think that's what um, you know. The consumers, the listeners, they're, look, they're you know looking for. It's just relatable things that relate to relate to them. Right. I think that's
0: that's, uh, so I'm interested to know how did the two of you end up linking up with one
2: another? <laughs> uh, class, I
1: think. Yeah, we yeah. met in class, and we. Were we even friends at first? No, we used to hate each other, ain't it? No. It was just, we was not, okay, we knew each other, but we wasn't like hanging out, we wasn't talking or anything. And then like, I think it was our second class we had again. And then we started talking and she realized I was an artist manager, I was managing somebody else at the time and it was not going well. And she helped me out of the situation. And over time, I like, felt weird not managing anyone but myself because I have a heart to help people, you feel me? And I've been doing this like in Orlando and shows and everything for almost a year now. I feel that I can really help somebody with the knowledge that I've learned.
3: Right.
1: So we're talking, she
0: showed me her music
1: started like vibing together really good
0: our personalities are funny as hell together that's good, and that's really yeah. good. so it's almost like a match made in heaven it was meant to happen
1: you always say that literally <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not bad and i mean uh it's it's crazy how relationships are built you could walk past somebody 30 days in a row pay them no mind whatsoever and then all of a sudden you know you find out that you have a common interest and yeah. look where the two of you are now
1: that's literally how it went now every class every month
2: because we get new classes every month and now we've been together for like three or four months okay so we, we together and <laughs> to be in the same class every month so oh, yeah
0: that's perfect so you get to work on your your relationship you know as friends as classmates you know business partners and everything mm-hmm. like that because i mean artist management and everything is is definitely a business move that most friends won't get into you know people that see themselves in that light because uh you know some people just don't like to mix money
1: yeah you know, when it like, comes down to it yeah i mean right like it's more so an opportunity for both of us and yeah i do agree you have to be so careful with working with friends and business. but the fact that we had like she kept asking me to manage her and i was like no 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 because i couldn't Cause I knew that, and I knew that if something bad in business or a friendship happened, it's gonna get intertwined, and I didn't want that. But once I seen that our friendship was so stable, and that I really knew that like God sent her in life for a purpose. Aww. Like, we were sitting right out on my back porch, and out of nowhere, I was like, you want me to in this year?" she was like, yes! Yeah. She got so excited. So.
0: That's what's up, and I, it's definitely a blessed situation, and it's good to have good people in your corner. I, I definitely support what Double Xena does with her music and everything like that. Uh, I mean, before we even did our interview, I was already watching your music, seeing you on stage and everything like that, so... It was a happen chance that even we got to sit down with one another and do our interviews. So, uh, you got somebody good in your corner. I can just say from my point of view and everything like that. And females definitely need a lot more help in the industry when it really comes down to it. You know, some people just don't like to talk about it, but it's not a woman's world. But
1: especially singing versus rapping right now, it's terrible. You definitely need to like hold each other out. Because females are so quick to like bite at each other. When really all we need to do is come together And like start doing this Like
0: like it's not just males It's both of us And yeah it's fine yeah, You gotta support one another That's, that's what the, the whole thing is about You know music is supposed to be a community You know, Sharing your story you know Lyrically with someone else Connecting to someone Letting mm-hmm. someone know that they're not alone out there With whatever they're going on Whether they're happy or sad Someone is sharing that emotion with exactly. you You have something that you can connect to And Bound to, you know, and that's always good. I've listened to a couple of your tracks that you've come out with. I love the soulful feel that you Mm -hmm. have in your music. Mm -hmm. You definitely remind me of a lot of the bigger artists, you know. Um, I can't wait to see your vocal range as well on a lot of the music that you've been doing uh, because black women are just known to have certain ranges with the way that they sing and things like that. And uh, I come from a musical theater background myself and I've worked with a lot of phenomenal female singers it's just amazing to see what women can do versus men you know like when it comes down to it we're somewhat limited in our range of certain things but women have vast ranges that they can hold you know just all depends on what you're doing so i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what you're going to do with your career when it comes down to that and i know a lot of people are going to be paying attention to that as well because vocal range vocal styles that's how you snag your listeners, mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, it's, it's not about always running with the gimmicks and things like right. that, you know, it's all about the feel of your music, can I hear your soul mm-hmm. through your I'm music, through you? you know, yeah. some people get on the microphone, they just yeah. sing words, sing their lyrics and stuff, and, stuff. like, the, the controversy with writing your own music, like, how do you feel about writing your own music versus having someone write your music for you? Well, you, know,
1: <laughs> a snap. you know,
3: so you go first,
2: no, I mean, well, always important to speak, like i said speak your truth and like writing music is like poetry you're putting your heart into it you know you can't just like put words on a paper and help it rhyme right. you know you gotta feel it and feel what the music and just i mean if you have somebody else writing your music i mean make sure it's like it's important to that person you know what i mean because you're collaborating with someone's heart you know they're giving you everything Hopefully it's with someone you trust, and you know, it's just like, I don't know, music is like a heart,
1: and you gotta... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like with that, um, I'll be writing music sometimes and I'll get stuck, and she'll help me. But it's different from somebody being paid to songwrite, because I'm like, She's my best friend like she stays knowing what I'm going through so she can hear me writing this song off the bat She knows what it's about so she looking at my heart can see what I'm talking about and fulfill What I'm the message. I'm trying to say, but if you're just paying somebody all I need to turn in a song to my record label What are the fans connecting with that's my big question if some random person is writing your music What are they gonna connect with nothing? It is like,
0: that's my big point right there that you hit with, with the whole writing is how can someone feel your soul if there's just someone being paid to write a song so you can produce it, send it into your label. Really? If you're just label rocking, you're out there just pressing songs and stuff like that to get it out there. That's not really doing anything for you because where you're getting your ticket sales from, if, you're, if your people aren't connecting with that music, mm-hmm. you know, and then on top of that, your flow is going to change. If you've got someone writing your music then you're writing your music there's definitely gonna be a big difference yeah. and I think that's what happens with some of these albums that feel so scattered it's like what, what point were you trying to get across in this album because I feel like I've heard five different themes and I don't know what to hold on to yes
1: with an album you definitely when you come up with an album like what I tell people is come up with one sentence and that's the point you're trying to get to. Right. and every song should line up with that you feel me that's the point of an album like it just goes back to trying to give a message
2: to people
1: right it's like a whole book right it's
2: a story yeah literally
0: and you gotta identify and speaking of identifying uh what type of music or art would you say you identify with most what what inspires you to make what you make song a day is a hell of a commitment you know, but the fact that you're relating that to poetry definitely I can see where that helps you out because then you're not seeing it as such a strain as something that you have to produce because whether it makes it into being a song or not, you know, it's still a written work it's still you that's definitely something that you can use but speaking of family uh double Xena I know we were talking about family as well and you you said you had some things going on so let's talk about that real quick
1: yeah so um pretty much like a month ago I met my biological family and I'm 18 years old so it's kind of been a hot minute but, um, yeah, so, I, that happened, and obviously, um, people don't realize they think it's, like, a simple thing, like, or they think, oh, that's crazy, you met me, that's exciting, but they don't realize, like, all the emotions that come with that, especially me being, like, so much older, it's not like I'm five years old and met her, but, two, um, the people that, so my mom and my dad that adopted me, my mom ended up dying, so I've gone through, like, so many moms, that it brought, like, a really, like, weird emotion out for me. I was, like, I was, she, Melanie was with me one night, and I was just literally, it was Halloween. We were about to go out to a party, and out of nowhere, like, I have really bad anxiety. So I just started thinking, like, maybe I'm a terrible person for, like, loving my biological mom. I was scared that I was going to forget, like, the mom that raised me. So, so, yeah. Then I wrote the song Confused, because really I was just confused of, like, it was like, I'm so confused right now, I don't know where my love goes to. But really, in the end, it can go to both of them. It doesn't have to be one or the other, ever. Right. You feel me? So, yeah, that's pretty much my life right now. I'm bouncing my out. It's a lot.
0: Okay. Well, you know what we're going to do is we're going to take a second here. We're going to stop and play the song, Confused, by Double Leg tina
3: Doing ride right, right here, man. Huh?
4: for me Said she loved me but she been lost from me I love her but she gone from me I love you but you just came through I don't know what to do I don't know who to love I don't know who to give my mind to I don't know what to do I don't know who to love I don't know who to give my mind to I'm so confused right now Don't know where my love goes to I'm so confused right now Don't know where my love goes to I'm so confused right now Don't know where my love goes to I love you both but it just takes time from my mind and my heart to learn That I got both of you right now Ain't nobody leaving my dance side I don't know what to do I don't know who to love I don't know if you're here I don't know if you're good I don't know if you're good If you're good for me If you're good for me If I'm good for you If you're great for me If you're great for me If I'm good for you I'm so confused right now Don't know where my love goes to I'm so confused right now Don't know where my love goes to I'm so confused right now Don't know where my love goes so i nine, 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 oh.
0: All right, and we are back. So we are talking on the subject of family, uh, biological family. Uh, That's a pretty powerful thing to go through, you know, meeting your biological family. And uh, I couldn't say that I would know where to begin to see how that feels or anything Mm -hmm. like that, just having a big family background like I do. and uh, I think the only thing I, I would get close to that is meeting my biological father. I haven't seen him in about twenty eight years or so. Yeah. So that'll probably be about the only thing. But I have no common interest in seeing him. I think that would be the biggest difference, you know.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's how I feel about my biological dad. I'm like, whatever, that's gone. But like I didn't have a mom, like to be honest, I just want somebody to call mommy for me. Right. So and, like like girls our age, like eighteen and like twenties, like that is like the most time you would need a mommy for me. So at that time, I just felt like I didn't have family. And out of nowhere, I was like, I found her on Facebook. And I was like, do you have a daughter, June 12, 2001? She was like, oh my god, yes. And I text my dad, because I was tired at him. I was not talking to him, and I texted him a picture of her from Google,
0: a mugshot, <laughs> And I was like, all I said is, is this her? Like, that was it. That's how I really felt, to be honest. So yeah, wow. it's crazy. That's a lot to go through. Uh, <clears throat> So aside from that, what other things that you have going on?
1: Um, right now, to be honest, besides my music, like my personal life, I'm really focused on my relationships, like friendships, not like with guys. But um in my self-worth, I always speak on self-worth. But lately, really ever since I moved to Orlando, which has been like a year now, Mm -hmm. I kinda just lost like who I was hanging out with. I didn't care what they did to me or anything. So it kind of all caught up to me to be honest when I was stuck in a situation for months and literally went broke for somebody and then they wanted to decide and when they leave I got them to go out because I realized that I care about people and I I want to live a life that I'm comfortable with and not live a terrible life just because I'm helping you and you still give nothing back to me me. Right. So yeah, they ended up breaking my window and stuff. Um, but I wrote a song pretty much about everything that has happened to me in Orlando. And, because I was just holding it in. And with my, now meeting my biological family, I met my big brother. And he's obviously really protective. So he's really taught me, like, stop putting up with all this stuff. Right. So, yeah, that's where um sticks up came from.
0: All right, that's what's up. So we'll go ahead and we'll... Uh play sticks up at the uh, end of the episode for you all. That'll be a nice little uh, special for you, something to go out listening to. Um, how about your music right now, Melanie? What do we have going on? I know that you said that you've got a new song that's getting ready to come out.
2: Mm, yes, um, it's called Reply. Okay. And um, that song was inspired by a um, a, a boy on the side I guess a side home let's be real okay <laughs> but yeah that but it's also about being the side chick too. Okay. so it's like call me in the middle of the night just to see if I reply so it's kind of like you know he's calling to see if he still got you you know what I mean oh uh, okay so it's kind of like you know about really it's literally about me knowing my worth and knowing that I deserve better than that like
0: so both of y'all are in a period of self-worth discovery you know building on your yeah with
1: relationships like literally both of us and we keep like telling each other the same thing but we're doing the same wrong thing (laughs) and yeah we're really like to be honest in our lives right now and today really hit hard because we pretty much with our families right now we're really distant and we just have us two like christmas we're together for us to like like, when I say God put her in my life, like, for real, because our relationships, the same thing is happening, and then with our family, the same thing is happening, and it's just weird, like, it's weird, we're, like, in sync, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, with everything that's going on, Melon Nascado's got a reply for you, so we're going to play that now.
2: Tears and cigarette burns, no way I'm hitting this curb Got my feelings tied in knots and swerve Better days feel like a glass of wine Bottoms up to all the lies Sunrise, sunset, feeling all the regret Got me feeling like I'm the dumb one, I'm the small one
0: self-esteem building up so what would you tell your listeners as advice working on self-esteem right now uh, someone who's working on their music trying to get by that and get through their life at the same exact time what would be your motion um, I would say to uh, you
2: know, be honest with It's also for yourself, like forgive that person, let it go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's hard right now for me, just because uh, I'm trying to let go of like, you know, the past right. and that's hard. So you can't help but think about it every day. But at the same time, you're like, I really need to move on from this. And so I guess that's like an inspiration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so you got
0: to pick yourself up, yeah, be honest constantly.
2: with what's going on. Um, to me,
1: like I said earlier, self worth is like one of the biggest message messages I want to get across. And um, my biggest thing of advice, and I tell my sister this all the time, is um, one of my songs talking. It's like about somebody that I had known for forever, and all we were doing ever on the phone was just arguing. And I was like, I'm worth so much more than this. My time is worth more. So really, like, when you get into a situation, like, take a step back. And I'm a hothead, so that's hard for me to say. So anybody can do it. If I can do it, y'all can do it. But take a step back and be like, is this the way I deserve to be treated? Or should I really feel this way about something? Like, and yeah, like Melanie said, like, sometimes you just have to let it go and accept what it is. And it'll help you if you tell the person, like, if y'all are steady arguing over one situation, like, for me right now, is one of my family members taking responsibility for what they're doing to other people in the family. And you don't even have to apologize, just take responsibility for what you do. And I said, this will literally eat me alive. So what I'm gonna do is just accept that you will never take responsibility and move on. Like you, in the end, you need to worry about your mental health and your emotions and keeping yourself alive really, and emotionally alive mostly. Cause you know, like suicide is a big thing in our like what, age group. I don't generation. know how to explain that generation.
0: Generation, but yeah. Suicide is a thing. The thing <laughs> is,
1: that's on the rise, and this is what leads to it. I have a tattoo of a heart on my side, and it stay "Emotionally and physically and mentally alive," because people want to focus on staying physical, physically alive. But what brings people to that point is they died emotionally. And I wrote a song about that too like so much was happening I just became numb and that's where you're gonna start to get worse and worse and worse right. so control your emotions and not even just know your emotions really because you can't
2: yeah. you can't control them outwardly but not inwardly like right. stuff yeah. will affect you about like, it. mental health is such a big thing right now and it's very important mm-hmm. to just you know talk to somebody and no matter what it is like it's like our music is our like escape Mm -hmm. and you know if it's not if music is not your thing write about it talk about it you know whatever you you're hurting about do it creatively Mm -hmm. you know and it's like nobody's gonna judge you and if they do they're they're fighting something within so don't worry Mm -hmm. about them focus on you focus on what you love what you're passionate about something that you give a hundred percent on and i'm sure you're gonna start feeling all need an outlet in a way right Mm -hmm.
0: definitely everybody needs release therapy that's what i always like to call it is you know finding something to get that out of you whatever it may be some people aren't artistic you know some people find other ways you know to use your hands use your feet exercise but do something Mm -hmm. whatever it may be (laughs) But if you just sit down and you sit in it and just stay wallowing in it, you'll never yeah. get out. Yeah. You need to
1: get it
2: out to get out of it,
1: right?
0: right. It's yeah. a
2: process. It's like, a lot of people, I know what it's like and, you know, you hear it, you hear it, you hear it. But at the same time, it's just so hard to get out of it. And, like, depression is a huge thing. Right. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about it because they want to associate it with health. And it's like, it's not even that. It's like a... Like, do I want to get up in the morning? It's like, do I like, do I want to go to class yeah. or do I want to go to work? But I have to. Right. And it's like, you know, it's just very important to just <laughs> keep pushing, pushing through it, so. talk about it, whatever way you
0: can. And yeah, mm-hmm. pushing is a definite big thing, but I agree with what you said, though, sitting down and talking about it. That is one of the biggest problems in the community is that people just don't want to talk about what they're going through yeah. anymore, because so many people are afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know for a fact I struggled with it for a long time, letting people know what I'm going through mentally and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, problems from being in the military and life experiences and abuse and things like that. You know, Mm -hmm. so it takes time and everybody has to find an outlet to be able to get that out. And a listening ear that they don't feel like is judging them, you know, at the same exact time. Uh, Well, what would you say would be your uh, strongest memory? since you've been in this, in this career, you know, the something that speaks on, you know, like even mental health, you know, your music, have you found that your music has helped anybody? Have you, you know, heard uh, replies back from your uh, your listeners or anything like that? Or, you know, their connection to your music in that fashion. Well,
2: yeah, Christina, she's like, she's always like, your music is real. And, you know, with Tainted Love, I surprised myself uh, just because that song was so, I was such a, the same guy but it's literally about um opening opening up your heart to someone and them not appreciating it and it's Mm -hmm. like for me that's constant and it's it hurts sometimes but you know i like i get through it every day like that's my escape with music so that's just um
0: Well, you know, we're going to take a break real quick and we're going to play Tainted Love by Melanie Moscato.
2: How will my heart go on Drowning in what used to be Turned into dice Help me help you decide If this love is cursed Oh, I don't know what is true no more all I know is your love is tainted Twisted, burned, and draining How will I comfort the lies you told told Leaving me breathless and shaken, shaken Oh, I cannot lie the knife and lit its like It'll be easier, easier, it'll be easier, easier than this. I know pain is temporary, memories live on inside my mind. I shatter the pieces of wood. Though it's black and white leave me in the moonlight oh i cry got my core shaken to the bone you can just leave me the hell alone all i know your love is dead call your arms my home now i'm so cold in this house i'm heartless to the bone pieces on the floor all i know your love is tainted twisted
0: talking about relationships, love, uh, what would you say is your best or worst, most memorable relationship? <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> we're laughing because this story is insane. should we say it? Yeah, just don't say the name. Okay.
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: so you, you're to, you're, you're like, being saved, whoever's out there, you're being saved. I'm you not, know so we're not going to name drop really today. If you're
3: listening, to you so. exactly <laughs> who
2: you are. This is crazy. Okay. So within like the first month of me attending full sale, I meet this guy and I'm thinking like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he is just was just like, okay, everything is perfect about him. And
1: Hold on, pause, pause, I'm pause. Not- this this is a story. We literally found this out a week ago. And this was when we really knew, alright, we
2: gotta be friends after yeah. we found this out. Alright, easy. Okay, <laughs> 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 and then yeah. Um, we go on dates and everything, takes me to his shows, we write a song together <laughs> and um it turns really, really bad. Uh there was encounters, they weren't, you know, right. Um, just cold. Just very, very, very cold. So um, that happened and then it turned abusive. Oh wow. And um that's when it just really uh opened my eyes again to the kind of guys I was hanging
0: out with and it he turned out to be mean, and like
2: it
1: was horrible and then uh, so i to say that happens in Orlando a lot uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not you. from Orlando I'm sorry but Orlando guys no all girls listening to this if you
2: live in Orlando don't do it just wait till you move okay? <laughs> yeah but all of that happened before I knew uh that just so depressing and so tragic that i missed a month of school and i just had to take time off just because it was abusive but uh, i found myself and found my music again and then uh
1: tina okay so <laughs> i moni would always explain the story to me but would never say a name one day she was like all right, like, because it comes up a lot. Like, something like that really affects you. And one thing that we both talk a lot is, like, depression and people, like, abandoning you right. and, uh, and abuse. And um, so, yeah, it's something that we talk about a lot to help each other. And she never said the name. I had enough respect to never ask. But one day, she just she was like, all right, his name is blah, blah, blah. I was sitting right where she's sitting and my jaw just dropped and I do not cry like you know like I don't and I was like to be honest keep going with your story you're about to be shook you need to give me five minutes so I can speak because I have a golf ball on my throat right now wow. but um so I knew that guy and same like near a similar situation it was with the same guy it had happened like literally a month or two after her situation and same exact story, taking me on days, getting me food at school, like showing up to my classes, leaving class just to talk to me before I had to go to class. And then I was leaving his car one time and he goes, uh, he goes, put the seat up so my wife doesn't realize somebody was here. I oh, was wow. like, yo. And I'm a hothead, so that did not go over easy at all. But at first I was like, like when you hear about them situations, you'd be like, oh, I'm so mad. But really, I, I like, I was mad, but I started laughing because I was like, you're funny, bro, that's not a funny joke. Like there's there's no way, because I was literally with him every day. He controlled my life to kick everybody good out of my life. I was like, there's no way that you're this controlling and you have a full wife. I called him the next thing he was like nah it's real like it's really I have a wife then I got into a somehow a group text with the wife and him and me and she's talking to me and sent me pictures of their their wedding like little invitation and pictures of them pictures of her ring and I was like this is ridiculous he's a whole
0: mess
1: Yeah, (laughs) and I'm sure he's doing it to another girl right now
0: that is a, a, a big problem with men who, you know, want their cake and want to eat it, too, over and over and over, multiple flavors, and want to add a couple of scoops of ice cream to go along with it, it's, that, it's, it's wild how that happens, and I hear that all too often, and it's, it's I'm a married man myself, you know, and, and it's, it's crazy, there are ways around all of that, you know, like, uh, you know, we're we are going to be talking about sexuality here in a minute, you know, and that just goes down to, you know, to the conversation about sexuality. If you feel like you have to do all of that, why not just be polyamorous or polygamous? You know, mm-hmm. there, there are many ways to take care of all of that. And in the end, you don't have to feel dirty. You don't have to be do anyone dirty. Like, exactly. Like, oh. Open relationships have been around for a long time, <laughs> Yeah. you know, and as long as you are with a consenting partner that agrees to do it you know there's nothing wrong with that exactly and you know that's what polyamory is all about and i laugh sometimes people like oh well i'm polyamorous they're like oh okay so you know all of your women talk to each other no they don't know each other well that doesn't make you poly that just makes you a cheater cheater. that's (laughs) all (laughs) so uh speaking on that how do you feel about sexuality what's going on in our community right now um you know there's the lgbt q plus community talk there's a polyamory talk the bigamy talk Uh, where do you find yourselves fitting in and all of that i know that you're having your own personal issues with you know relationships and things (laughs) like that with with men what's going on so what where does that put you in in a mindset with what's going on in this uh time and day um and all i have to
2: say is just be honest like I know it's a huge thing in the gay community where there's just like, you know, a lot of cheating going on, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are getting hurt, and like a, a lot of my friends, you know, they're gay, and I I, I support them 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm hearing stories back and forth, back and forth, and it's just, why can't we just be honest, you know? Like, I don't wanna, I love you, but fix it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know? Definitely makes sense. So, uh... It's affecting a lot of our community right now, especially what's going on. Um, A lot of the music industry is being affected by it. You have people that are coming out, you know, musicians that are talking about it now. We're being fed a lot of this stuff through media, you know, TV, commercials, whatever we happen to be watching. And a lot of that stuff is being pushed. How do you feel about someone using their personal platform to push propaganda such as that?
1: I think that same thing as Melanie said, just be real. If if that really is you, okay. But I do not think that you need to be forcing your ideas on people or coming at the other side aggressively and saying that you're right and everybody else is wrong. That's not what this is about. It's about peace, really. And if you want to really push for your side, you're pushing for like
3: everybody
0: being equal right. so why get on the other side like just be honest
2: really. all
0: right so melanie name something you love and why uh my cat how do you to say that
2: yo what's the cat's name okay. <laughs>
0: i don't know why i'm not surprised by that
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i just had him when he was like two weeks
0: so he's there when you make your music and everything. Oh yes. I know
2: if if I know a song's good, he will literally come and lay on my lap. Oh yeah. Or like my hand if I'm like I do like rough takes with my songs before I record them okay. and he'll just come and like, lay, lay his head on my hand or something. I'm like, "Okay, this is good." <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. Well, how do you feel about music funding and arts funding?
3: Ooh. Cuz I know that both
0: of you were in school for entertainment and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, where's your mindset and all of that, because it definitely personally affects both of you. Yeah,
2: I mean, honestly, when we get money, we try to get video time. Mm-hmm. If that's the case,
1: you know, um, just, yeah. Well, I have two things to say about it. First is, like, a lot of people um, that listen to my music is a lot of young middle school high school seniors. And when I was in high school, I think a lot of attention is going towards the sports. And yeah, I agree, sports are a great thing. Like, I used to be in sports too. But I think, like I said earlier, everything needs to be balanced. Right. And the fine arts is definitely getting money taken out of it. So that's for that. But as, like, a professional artist, um, invest in yourself. Um, I just started in a, a branch off of The Takeover, which we talked before in my previous right. podcast with you. And I have my own branch now called The Vibe Fest. And what we're realizing a big problem is, is artists don't understand that when you're starting out at the local artist level, you need to take all your money and invest it in you. If you don't want to pay $35 for a show and you're being paid ass, I have one girl tell me, you need to pay 700 for me to perform. And all her Instagram followers were fake. I was like, are you serious? Like, you need to look at it and stop being selfish and prideful. And this is not towards that person. It's towards anybody that doesn't see the point in investing in yourself. You need to see that everything is an opportunity. It's not about money at first. That will come. But it will come because you did your hard work and you invested in yourself. Like, my family hates how much money I put into my music. Hates it. But what I say to me and Melanie we always talk about this, is it's going to come 10,000 times more if you keep investing in yourself and in the time and the work. Network with people. That's what shows are about, really, in practice. It's not about getting paid. Not at this point right now. No, You need to be humble about that for real. At
0: this stage, it's all about hard ticket sales. And I've been having that conversation with a lot of these young artists and a lot of the OGs are trying to Tell the Young Bucks now, that's the biggest thing that you have to worry about is hard ticket sales. I could mm. give a fuck all about your Instagram followers, your Facebook wow. followers. Now, if you've got a big Instagram following, I want to see you branding. Mm-hmm. 20, so, 22,000 followers means nothing to me if you know you don't actually have active followers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of those numbers mean nothing if they're not inter- interacting with you, dropping comments, saying, hey, I like your music sharing your links, getting their friends to come and support your career and everything like that. Telling somebody you have to pay $700 for them to come out, but are you selling any of those tickets?
1: That was, well, oh, I was so shook when I seen that. I was just, to be honest, I was disgusted. Because not only are you disrespecting me for my hard work and being nice enough to ask you to perform and give right. you that opportunity, but you, like, what I was more shook at is how could you disrespect yourself like that? Right. you took yourself out of an opportunity one time me and Melanie and my previous artist we put up to a show and it was at a church and we was like mm-hmm. what like <laughs> when you ever pull up to a show and it's at a church it was weird it was empty and my other artist had a bad attitude about it but me and Melanie felt you don't know who's in the room ever and it comes out there was a radio station and we both got put on the radio and our shit is playing on the radio right now like because we was there and we didn't give up. We didn't say there's, this is a church. We didn't say there's like only 50 people in here. No, Your we word was word like, word it's word an word opportunity. Word. And I met somebody from Sony Records too. Like, you just never know who's yeah. in the room. If you're asked to, like, if you're given an opportunity, take it up. Right. No matter what the money is.
0: You got to grind. Everything is all about grinding. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you're starting out in this music game. I- I remember when I used to DJ, I never missed an opportunity to put my right. stuff out. And somebody's like, hey, I got a birthday party. I don't care if it's a kid's birthday party, adult birthday party. I'm there spinning. I got kids records, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you want me to play Disney music all day? Fine by me. Am I getting paid? No. But am I getting the experience? Yeah. And
1: mm-hmm. your impact. impacting
0: Exactly. And it's all about, you know, do you love what you're doing? You know you, you have to have a passion for the art because you know you're putting yourself in that microscope you know once you go into that public eye everything that you do is it's measured it's washed it's judged and people don't forget yeah. and now that the internet is out there whatever's on the internet is there for life right. you know things can't be forgotten somebody posts an embarrassing picture of you catches you in a compromising moment now you're there mm-hmm. you know and that is never gonna go away mm-hmm. So speaking about your music, Melanie, what three artists would you say you'd like to be compared to?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well lately, oh. lately it's been Adele, like, oh, I, that just blew my mind, cause what, <laughs> like, I don't know. But Adele, Amy
3: Winehouse,
2: and, oh, I love Amy Winehouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, I would say Mahalia Jackson, okay. or you know, Sade, you know, Now
0: do you agree with those comparisons?
2: Um, okay, so all of them are different, so Adele vocally, yes, Amy's songwriting, okay. and Sade or, you know, Amelia Jackson, her voice is same. but, um, but Sade's vibe and her, her style, I feel like, like, um, a combination of that and and a plus
0: actually just named three of my all-time favorite female, <laughs> female artists whenever i'm in a really down and dumpy mood and i need some like female vibe and music i have a station for Amy Winehouse i have a station for Adele and i have a station for Sade yeah. all of them separate And I vibe with all of your music. So it's very interesting to hear you say that that's what you compare yourself to because I definitely got that feeling listening to Tainted Love Mm -hmm. and listening to uh, Running is the other one that I really like. Mm -hmm. And I can definitely feel the vibe. And I love when I can listen to music. I can feel another artist, hear another artist because that helps transport you to another place as well. You know, definitely gets you in that mindset. Music is all about the vibe at the end of the day. Know really, when it comes down to it. Now, now, what would you say would be your dream project, music-wise? Um, I would have to say just creating, like uh,
2: music videos. Um, mostly. That's a good question. Um, I will say I don't think I'm there yet artistically, but um, just honestly creating music and uh, writing for the people.
0: If you had an artist that you could perform with on stage, who would it be? <laughs> you
2: know. <laughs> Ooh, I think. You know. Um uh, Hopefully a doubt That would be insane. Yeah,
0: it would be. Yeah. It dreams, hopes, and aspirations that would and be so cool. <laughs> I mean if you don't stop working at it, you never know.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: we get
0: into the exactly, yeah. and put it out there into the universe and don't let it go. So what would you say is the best piece of advice that you've been given since you've been making music?
2: <laughs> Why'd you laugh? I don't know, seriously. The best piece of advice? I would have to be, um, keep going. Uh, I don't know, what, were you, what did you think I was gonna say? <laughs>
1: Nothing, I feel like the biggest, like watching you grow I, through managing you, I think one of the biggest things she's really gotten a grip on is because when we used to, our first class together, when we would like talking like that, she'd be, oh, I dropped a song out of nowhere. Okay, what day you drop a song? Oh, whenever I feel like it. Oh, the night after I make it. I'm like, bro, let me help you out. So now, I've written a schedule for her to follow and not just drop the song an hour after the studio will be in the car. I really wanna drop this. I'm awesome. just out of your car right now, bro. Stop <laughs> listening to it. Then. I get
2: so excited about it, and, I'm and like,
0: that's so good. Though. Like I just get so excited, and it's like it's not a good. I don't think it's a good thing to be that excited about. I think Stop it's on. actually very good to be. Really? It is. That's it the is. purpose oh. of a manager. You know, some, some <laughs> people make their music and then leave the studio and question: Did I just waste my money? Did um, I just waste my time? Is this gonna mm-hmm. go anywhere? How many clicks am I gonna get? it's great to be excited because then none of that shit matters after that Uh, you know and i i found that out just being an artist myself as long as i'm happy with whatever i am producing mm -hmm. i don't care who listens to it as long as i can jam to it tap my foot at the end of the day (laughs) because i'm not in it for the money i'm in it just for me i'm in it to get me out there and show people who i am right so as long as you keep that as your focus None of that else it matters. It really doesn't. And yeah. you know, no matter how many clicks you get, how many people are commenting on your posts and stuff like that, once you show your passion for your music, the right people that you need to Facts. hear it and follow you are gonna get it. Yeah.
2: yeah, I literally prayed for that. You know, I prayed for like having someone to guide me through this just because it's something I really wanted to do right. and I really want to do. I, I'm just Of mine, and it's just I, like I prayed for Christina and she's here. And it's like I'm doing it, and I'm getting better. And we're like helping each other through this. Like through her artistry, she has a story to tell, right. and you know, there's no limit to like what we can do. So. Yeah,
1: not only that, though,
2: but I just like I'm
1: speechless for the kind of connection we have, like for real. Because yeah, music, everything she said, yes. But what makes that stronger is our connection with each other on a personal level. That we, literally we've known each other for months, Mm -hmm. and just probably last month, yeah, last month, like a lot of really, really crazy, like life-changing stuff came out that I found out, and that's when we started to get tight. And over time, when I got comfortable with her, she finally, like probably a few weeks later, started to get comfortable with me and that's what makes us stronger because we have like a really good like friendship so it helps us out in music and bringing each other up and stuff
0: mm-hmm. so professionally now that you have management where do you see your career going
2: oh we're going to the
3: top
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what are your predictions for next year how many shows are we doing how many should you know are we planning on traveling next year oh, yeah definitely
2: with travel I think well, I'm about to tell you something that you're about to drop to that I haven't
1: told you. What? Right. So, we have, um, depending on our school schedule, but we have been invited to a show in Chicago in February. What <laughs> <laughs> That's what's tough. <up>. Surprise! <laughs> wow! So, yes, know? it's already happening. To be honest, when I first met her, damn sorry I just got the chills told you that. that's huge like for real because we I've done a Florida tour and the fact that we're both being invited to Chicago is just insane but um y'all sorry I totally lost my I'm just distracted but um no when I first met her um her first show was the church show <laughs> the
3: random one
1: yeah but literally the first week of me managing her I had her booked for three shows within my first week of managing her and now we are running everywhere to do shows. Like this weekend, we have a show on um, the 20th, all the way down in Broward County. The 21st, I have a show in Orlando. The 29th, we have a show in Orlando. January 14th, we have a show in Orlando. So my biggest focus, first meeting her, was promotion, but shows. Right. Because we talked about it before, shows are huge because the point is to connect with people.
0: yeah that's good so professionally what do you see for her career next year
1: well my first goal like I said was shows and I feel like that's kind of checked off but definitely more out of state things um my biggest focus for her right now is um collabs but my goal for her next year is to open up for somebody and I'm not saying like open up for Adele but somebody who has like a legit venue um and book her to open for them. That's my biggest goal and that, if that comes and I'm speaking into existence, it's coming. But that would just be because I I was talking to my brother, like what is gonna come in my career and how like how do you think you can blow up and impact as many people as you can? And I was like to be honest, all it takes is for you to open up open up a show for somebody and you got all their fans. Boom. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest thing for you because from what I know, and everything in my head, that is the best thing I can think of
0: for her to reach as many people as possible. That's good. That's good, you got a good manager that uh, has a good idea in mind of what they want to do and direction that she definitely wants to walk you in. <clears throat> so, I know we talked about dating, sexuality, and everything like that, so if you could date any celebrity. Whatever. Ew. All
2: right. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> So. Um, I mean, oh god,
1: <laughs> I already know, I don't <laughs> god about it. She <laughs> does know. Go I mean. ahead, go ahead girl, now
2: go ahead.
0: Oh god, so it's, um, <laughs> I mean, you know Posty's kind of
2: cute, or whatever. Post Malone? Yeah. <laughs> Posty. <laughs> oh, Post god. Malone, you, you, got
0: a, you got a real good crush fan out here. I know you're probably not Sorry. listening, but we'll get you.
1: One day. <laughs> Oh that's
0: funny. Ugh oh, man. Alright. So if you could eat any piece of fruit, what would you be eating? like? Why?
2: I have no idea. Maybe avocado. <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> Explain yourself. Definitely. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. and what the hell? <laughs> I don't
1: know, they're good on toast. Like bro, but how how does how does an avocado apply to your life? See, yo, you been talking out the mouth, and you just said this earlier, and you don't know what you're saying. Tell
0: hey, what about you, Tina.
1: Um, a pineapple, because, um, they're sweet deep down, but on the outside, they're poking, they like can kill somebody. To be honest, I'm just a hard-headed person, and a head. so that's the best way I can explain myself is a pineapple. I'll speak somebody. <laughs> Can I change my hair? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you gotta keep going the avocado,
2: bro. I, was to know it. I don't know. Maybe like a mango or something.
1: Is that better? I just want you to be able to explain it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I've never done a movie
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When well, you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. you open your eyes. What's the first thing you do? work
2: pretty.
0: Yeah, much. just hearing what I work on. That's good. So working on your flow definitely. Now what would you say uh is your outline for creating music? You know, you have a day where you're gonna be sitting down writing and recording. What are you doing to get yourself in the mindset? Moscato. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: the wine <laughs> Yeah. Mostly I don't, I don't know, like I'm inspired every day. So it's like whenever I feel like oh I feel like summer. you know like i feel
0: like so it just comes so naturally you just you don't need to figure out a time frame you just sit down and do it
2: that's the best way to do it
1: though because i had to figure that out because i used to have like a set schedule and we talked about it earlier too in my last podcast but when you're feeling something right just right to right because that's when it's going to be dead and all these rappers are sorry i'm not hating on the rap team but talking about nothing like what what
2: is the point of your song I'm confused right. or the so, same stuff that you know everybody else is talking about yeah like, the like drugs the, you know the sex or
0: you know you no, so speaking sure. on that what do you dislike most about the music industry oh Whew. um do
2: you know I would just say like how everyone is sounding the same like there's no creativity. <laughs> Everything in the car with
1: you who is this oh it's this person let me check. No, they all sound the same. <laughs> my daily life is with us. Yeah. I can
0: definitely agree with you on that. I'm so confused by who's who, who on the so radio. I'm so
1: confused. Right?
0: <laughs> I, I think it, what, it first started happening when Future came out, and then the guy designer came out not long after him, and nobody could figure out who the hell who designer was because oh yes. they all sounded alike. And it's like, all right, somebody, please, do something with your voice. And a little bit of inflection, something. Yeah,
1: no, so <laughs> That is, yeah. I agree with that, but one of my bigger things is, and we discussed this earlier, so I think you would agree, but impact, um, just right with a purpose, like, and I think the problem is, is there's a huge amount of disrespect in some of the, in all music, really, and this is why people are losing their self-worth, is because they're singing these lyrics, and to be honest, I'm not, like, trying to, like, pull on feminists or anything, but let's be real, no, barely any girls are singing about getting with a guy. But guys all over, like, look, okay, if you look at World Star right now, I guarantee you, within like the first five music videos you see, like 50% of them are going to be girls twerking everywhere in a bikini. Mm-hmm. Like, and I tweeted this the other day, girls are not bodies, like, we're human too. And I think that is such a big problem in the music industry.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have a, a lot to say about that more time than what we have in our segment this afternoon. Because <laughs> Instagram is just so saturated with all of that. I, I can't scroll through my phone without seeing someone's ass or cleavage or something. And I remember growing up when the best thing about a woman was wondering, what do you look like? not knowing already up front because that ruins everything there's no mystery there there's nothing left you know and i say the same thing about men you know anybody who's sitting out there laying out there putting their body on display over and over and over but to what end you know if you're just putting yourself on display and everything like that and then you're bringing down the image of other people and everything because now it's just like the old models from back in the days—these women that tried to perpetuate—you had to be this skinny to be a published right. model. We
1: always talk about Better that now. because us two are not skinny girls. You no, know, we're curvy Yeah, and it's just—I uh, oh don't know—people, just the amount of disrespecting some people right now in all media, period, media industry. It's just ridiculous. Like, be you. Realize you are worth so much more than. Any of this stuff that's going on, I don't even have to say it because whoever's listening right now is popping up into their head. You're worse more more than that. And
2: I would have to say, like, as as we put ourselves into music, we can be a great representation of respecting yourself first. You know, you got to respect yourself first and then people will see that. Oh, yeah, she's not, you know, in a bikini on Instagram every day, you know, like, hello, she's being a role model for that. Exactly
0: it's all about who you're trying to reach and your audience and you know i I get the whole twerking and all of that you know and that is for a certain audience you know i try to remind myself too you know like you know don't be mad about everything that you see on the internet i try to remind myself there's a market for everything yeah and
1: i feel like you know we're girls we can dance like we can have fun right. but if it's and i'm see i can't even talk because i just posted something the other day but like it's not everything i'm posting like that is part of life and i'm not saying i'm trying to show myself off i'm just having fun exactly. and if yeah. people have a problem with that that's on you because it's not everything that i'm posting like you barely ever see either one of us posting about our body right. but every once in a while you know we're drinking whatever having fun is going to come out but if that's your focus and, like, the only thing you want to show people, you got to really
0: respect yourself. Definitely, because body positivity is a big thing that right. it, a lot of people are talking about right now, you know. Plus-size women getting into the industry. There's a lot more print ads and things like that running for plus-size women. Yeah. So, you know, the change is happening. I'd I, I say this is probably the, the best time for the both of you to be making music but, as well, you know, with everything that's going on. Because everything in the air is all about change Mm -hmm. for all of the minority groups which is a great thing to see you know it's not just about blacks it's about you know short people tall people big people skinny people you know whether you're gay straight whether you like to sleep with airplanes who knows you know there's something out there for everybody and everybody is getting to experience their own moment of clarity Mm -hmm. and change which i think is great because personal peace you know is a very big thing So, we're coming down to the end here, and uh, I just want to know, is there anything that you want to tell the listeners about yourself, you know, anything that we haven't gotten to speak about, something you want anybody to know? Um, You know, just
2: follow your heart, follow your passion, Um, you know, just follow, yeah, your passion, just get into it, and give
0: it everything you got with all your heart. Well, ladies, I definitely thank you for being on the episode today. I want you to take a minute and tell everybody where they can find all of your content. You know, if there's a SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that.
2: Yeah, so um, my Instagram is I'm Melanie Moscato. My SoundCloud is Melanie Moscato. Mm -hmm. And I also have a Spotify, uh, Melanie Moscato with a space. And there's another one with no space. But um, we're, figuring we're figuring it out. We're getting there.
0: And uh, can you spell Melanie Moscato for everyone? Because I know it's very specific. Yes.
2: Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E. And Moscato, like the wine M-O-S-C-A-T-O.
0: All right. Well, like I said, thank you very much ladies for sitting down with me. I appreciate it. I'm sure we'll have another episode where we'll be sitting down later on in a couple of months talking about the advancements and what's popping in your careers. I'm I'm excited to hear everything that's gonna be going on, you know, in a couple of months. So uh, Thank you very much once again. Thank Thank you to all of our listeners that took the time out to listen to this episode. We appreciate you. As always, you'll be able to find all of the information on our promo pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Snapchat, anywhere our outlets are available. We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're soon to be on Pandora and iHeartRadio. Once again, this is Jarrell Henry with Just Tell Realm. I'm gonna ride right
4: for my bag, they be looking for you now, oh now